Welcome, everyone. Um, this is Becca with Reset and Restore. Um, we provide ed inspiration, education, and products that promote health, um, healing our land, and bring peace and unity to all of humanity. We love to connect um, you with all you need to grow into the best version of you while being conscious of our environment and society as a whole. The effort is collective through a community that is united to press reset and to restore. Um, I'm blessed today to introduce you to our author, Leah Shepard. During this time of isolation, Leah has birthed a fictional book for young readers on an important topic, a topic that is crucial to bring greater compassion and understanding to young readers in regards to adoption and racial discrimination. Welcome, Leah, and everyone else who's here today. Um, I've known you for maybe a decade now, and time yeah. like flies. Um, so to start off, just please um, tell us a little background about you. So I'm Leah Shepard, and I am a freelance writer and yoga instructor. I live here in Columbia, Maryland. Um, I have two boys um, that are adopted, and um, I just really wanted to, to write this book um, and that they could see and their, um, uh, the other children could see um, this experience you know, reflected. Um, uh, which um, doesn't doesn't necessarily happen in, in a lot of books, you know? Right. Uh, well, let me um, pull up. I'm going to share this little slide here that we have. Can you guys see it? Yes. You can see it? Okay. I can't see anybody, so I'm going to continue. Um, so what inspired you to write Seeing Carter? Um, Tell me a little bit more, like when was the idea born and how did you manage to even print it amongst our current health pandemic? So um, last year I um, decided to start writing it. Um, it was really inspired by my two boys and um, I noticed that when they were little, you know, when they were, you know, three and four and five there were there were definitely picture books that we found about adoption um and uh i noticed that it was sometimes hard to find those books at the at the library or um uh, but there were definitely some picture books out there and um and then i started thinking about sort of the next level you know a mm -hmm. middle grade book of chapter books um uh and what's out there um in terms of uh kids that have been adopted uh in the story or uh you know transracial adoptive families mm -hmm. um, so i didn't find a whole lot that was that was out there and so that was one of the reasons why i wanted to write the book and also um really uh I, I just think stories and uh, and fiction storytelling can really do a lot to um, bring compassion into people and to, mm -hmm. um, you know, it can make a difference in everyday interactions um, in real life. Right. Uh, and I, you know, I found that in my own life and I, th I think it's true for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. 
So um, have you read it? Um, has Have your children, your boys read it as well? Yeah, so so I read it, you know, kind of out loud to um, to the boys pretty soon after we got, you know, our copies in the mail. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so they were they were happy to see that. <laughs> That's awesome. So can you tell me a little bit more? Like, what was your process in writing this book? What, what is the commitment like to to write a book and publish it and and how did you even balance? I know I'm asking you like three questions in one, but how did you even balance writing with, you know, with a family and online school now and, and everything else? Sure. Um, so a lot of the writing actually happened before the pandemic, um, but uh, I was sort of wrapping it up as the pandemic um, uh sort of came upon us and started shutting down, you know, school and, and, and all that. Um, so I would just sometimes find, you know, 10 minutes here or there, 20 minutes here or there, just to keep writing, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I was very lucky to have a few friends that um, I gave uh, uh, sort of the rough draft to them and was able to incorporate a lot of their like really, really good suggestions mm-hmm. um, to, to make the book better. Um, and uh, yeah, so I started in November last year, pretty much wrapped up the writing in, in April of this year um, and, you know, started some last, you know, doing some of the last edits and things like that, um, maybe in, in May. So the one thing that you, you really didn't get to experience is having like a, a book launch <laughs> being that everyone was on lockdown. How, how, how did it go for you when you were, you know, putting out a book and, but yet you didn't have the opportunities to, you know, do any book signings or anything like that? Yeah, I would have loved to get out to some events, um, in the community and, and, um, be able to reach people there. I would have loved to have some kind of book launch party. Um, but you know, it's not, not possible right now. So, you know, uh, just had to, to rely on the best, um, uh, the best ways I could, which is, you know, the power of social media, mm-hmm. um, and reaching out to friends and family and, and, um, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to know quite a few people that have adopted. Um, uh, and so, um, I thought there would be particular interest for them. And, and, um, but I also felt that, um, for any of the kids in, in elementary or, or middle school, um, it'd be good for them to see an adoption story, even if it's not something that has touched their family, it's really mm-hmm. good for them to see um, this type of story. Right, to bring some awareness to other families that may not have experienced it. Yeah. Um, awesome. So getting diving a little bit deeper into the book, um, the book is a story of an 11-year-old mixed-race boy who's adopted, and he hopes to talk to his birth mom, and he's like navigating race and adoption issues. Um, tell me a little bit more, like, what was the hardest scene, um, to write in this book? Well, um, 
part, I, I think it might be the parts where um, the, the main character, Carter, met his birth mom. Um, he, you know, um, he starts out, you know, with a few phone calls and a few texts, but then is able to go and, and meet her. And, um, you know, what, what I was sort of going for was a... Um, a meeting that that had some good and some bad to it, mm-hmm. you know, um, because uh, you know human relationships are are, are messy. It's it's not always going to be, you know, um, sort of uh, a perfect little experience wrapped up in a little bow, you know. It's not a fairy tale um, story. <laughs> you know so um so i i think that was complicated writing mm-hmm. writing that part and, and figuring out the best way to to portray it um uh, and so and it was very emotional for him uh also emotional for his mom who went with him mm-hmm. the birth mom for the first time was this was there something in the book that um that you that had to be edited out um not necessarily there was a couple of things that i think i may have changed along the way like um i originally thought maybe he would be an ice hockey player and i changed it to um lacrosse mm-hmm. um and which actually turned out i think to be role appropriate for here in maryland which is where Carter uh, lives, and um, so, but yeah, so there was so there was a few things like that that I changed, but not necessarily like big long sections that I wrote and, and had to take out. Mm-hmm. I just gotta say, I really love the cover. Um, it's just oh. such a wonderful picture of you know just a boy looking at this cute little puppy. Um, how, how what went into um, deciding on the picture cover? So I had available um, from the publisher a whole host, uh, like a whole um, portfolio of Mm -hmm. of images to choose from that, um, and you could, it was like a searchable database. So I went searching for the right type of child holding, or or with kind of the right kind of dog, Mm -hmm. right? Since because uh, because um, Carter's dog is actually a um, going to be trained to be a service dog, you know it couldn't be a little Pomeranian mm-hmm. or or like you know a little toy poodle. <laughs> it, it you know it, it had to be clearly a uh, you know a, a puppy that was going to be a big dog, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so I was looking for a you know. A, a mixed race boy in the picture, um, and just a scene of everyday life. Mm-hmm. I like that that um, how you mixed him, you know, the parallels of him being adopted and then them fostering um, a puppy. Can you tell me more about that dynamic in the book? Yeah. So or so early on. Um, in the book, the, the family uh, gets a puppy that they are taking care of for 
basically for a year um, because the service dogs need someone to need a family to uh, to raise them for a year mm -hmm. before they go to like an extensive service dog training. Um, uh, so so that's what Carter's family was doing, and um, he, you know he's really uh, he's really attached to his dog and. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but they know that, you know, they know that he's going to need to go to service training. He's going to need to go with someone to, uh, you know, to be a helper um, at some point. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, I think I'm going to take this time and, and just see if anybody else has any um, questions that they thought of while we were chatting that you would like to ask um, Leah in regards to her book or anything else. Um, if you do, just go ahead and take yourself off of mute or raise your hand or you can put something in comments as well. Hi Leah, it's Kim. I just wanted to let you know that I really did enjoy this book and um, and both my boys really enjoyed reading it. So I really wanted to thank you for writing it and sharing it with all of us. I did really appreciate that. And I was wondering if uh, any of the events in here where you had any experience true to life, like something that actually happened in your boy's life. Ah, okay. So um, there, let me think now. Um, well, so one one thing, um, so Carter has a brother who's also adopted, and one one thing that's similar with my boys is that um, you know they both have not had a lot of contact with their birth moms, right? Um, but uh, you know Carter has a few pictures of his birth mom, um, and uh, but his brother does not. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's kind of similar with my boys. Um, and another thing, um, not necessarily for, for our family, but um, there is something in the book that um, is, comes, came from a, a, um, a real event in Maryland. Um, uh, Carter is on a lacrosse team and there is some racial bullying that happens at one of the lacrosse um, meets that, uh, that, that Carter is in. And um, so this is something that happened in uh, Maryland with a, like a junior ice hockey league. Um, uh, and, and it was covered extensively in the Washington Post and, and um, it had that, that real event had given me the idea to put something similar into, mm -hmm. into this book as something that um, uh, Carter had to, had to deal with and navigate and, and how did it make him feel, you know? Mm -hmm. uh. That makes sense. That was a good question <laughs> to something. I mean, cause you know, whatever, something kind of passion rising up in you and to bring that real life to a fiction to share with other people, you know, the emotions of, of some of the, you know, the racial 
tension and and then even being adopted as as a boy how hard that is to navigate um so coming back is there anything else that you wanted to add leah are you there hello did i lose you there was another thing that uh, a friend of ours from church had um I sort of drew from some of their experience in raising um, uh, raising service dogs, you know, as mm-hmm. they were puppies, you know, through uh, through the point where they could go to the training. Um, so, so I kind of drew on some of their real experience as well. Awesome. Um, let's look. Can you guys still see my screen? Yep. Okay. And there's your two boys. Yep. Grand Ben. Good pictures. Where was this at? So that was at Greenbrier State Park. Um, not too far from Frederick. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We we do have little beaches here. Yes. <laughs> and Ben is. loves Legos. Very into mm-hmm. Legos. Nice. Um, so I have, I have a, a personal question apart from the book. Um, what is your favorite childhood book? Oh, I have so many because I just love books. Um, and um, but uh, there, there's a couple um, that, you know, that I really loved a lot. Um, one was called The Island of the Blue Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, about this girl who um, kind of gets stranded on... just really captivating um and i'd have to go back again and read it as an adult you know uh-huh. um and uh and and see from the kind of some new eyes uh and another one i loved was called children of the river mm-hmm. and um it's about um so i guess in in um in the 80s <laughs> excuse me um in Cambodia, the, or, or probably the 70s, in Cambodia, um, there was a, 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 a lot of refugees that were leaving on, on boats and, um, and coming to various places, you know, a lot of times the United States. And um, so this story is about a girl um, from Cambodia who, who comes to to America and you know it's it's such a big adjustment mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I just remember it being a very very uh, compelling story I I, uh, I really love that one well did you say the title what was it called children children of the river children of the river oh awesome yeah. very cool all right well it's been a pleasure 
to talk to you and to get to know more about your book and everything that went into it. It's obvious that it was part of your passion and heart. And what a wonderful thing to be able to share with other young readers to help them to get a better understanding and have more compassion for others that are maybe not like them or that are like them. Um, so congratulations on your new book and I, I awesome <laughs> what you've done. And um, if anybody would like to purchase it, they can do that on, um, we can send, I could send out a link um, for anyone interested. Um, but it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I went on yep. Amazon and checked it out. You had a, a good review on there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for everybody for joining us and um, getting to know a little bit more about Leah and how we can support her and get the word out on, on her new book. Um, thank you. Th thanks, Rebecca. And we'll be looking for new posts on, on your book. <laughs> I'm I'm losing you. I don't know if you guys can hear me. <laughs> oh, I guess my internet went out. Hello. I'm here. Okay. My I guess my internet went out while you were talking, but I I think I saw you in and out of being frozen. <laughs> our our new our new things that we have to deal with here with uh, online meetings. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys. Have a good um, rest of your day. Yes, you too. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that wraps out up our um, conversation with Leah Shepard, the author of Seeing Carter. Uh, if you want to purchase her book, you can find it on Amazon. Look up Leah Shepard, um, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, um, and check it out. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is our first um, podcast on, or on here. We were trying, to, if you if you didn't uh, recognize, we were trying to do, we are doing a Zoom meeting and podcast simultaneously, um, but hopefully it worked out. We had a little bit of glitch here and there. Um, sorry for that. But hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with more um, stories and inspiration um, that I can't wait to share. Have a good one.